Check one, two. Check one, two. Hey. <laughs> hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the channel. My name is Emil Joseph, and this is my life. Whew. You know, at the time of recording this, it's like two in the morning. Um, and it's Friday. And you know what time it is. It's story time. So since it's Halloween weekend, I feel like it's only appropriate that we tell some some ghost stories. Some ghost stories. So, um, you know, growing up as kids, we always like scary movies. Um, we like to talk about like the paranormal ghosts and stuff like that. And I think we're fantasy <clears throat> we're we're very like intrigued of something of the super supernatural, right? Like I think when I was growing up I always find that fascinating. Um so today I'm just gonna share you uh share with you some stories that I know from my chi my childhood, and um, I'm not doing any kind of research. I just wrote a couple things down to keep myself on track. But these are just stories I grew up with living here in the San Jose Bay Area. So these are my ghost stories of San Jose. <laughs> so I grew up on the east side. Um, east side San Jose, I think, would be considered... Um, by Eastridge Mall, right? Um, where there's like Capital Expressway, um, 101, McLaughlin, um, Ruby, Story Road, Tully Road, um, San Felipe Road, all of that stuff. So this is where I, I grew up, okay? And um, I grew up with a lot of, a lot of stories about my neighborhood. And one very... Very uh, interesting story was the story of the Quimby Road Jogger. Now, when I when I grew up, um, you know, as kids, we back in the day, like around the nineties, um, it was pretty safe to be hanging out late at night in front of your house and stuff like that. It was very normal. So when you see kids hanging out at night, it wasn't really too weird. Because we did it around our neighborhood all the time. So there was this story about the Quimby Road Jogger. Now, Quimby used to be a huge main road back in the day. Like, very, very old in the days, right? When the, all of San, San Jose was pretty much just orchards. So it was a long road. So uh, <clears throat> now it's pretty, like, developed, right? There's a lot of businesses and stores and stuff off of Quimby Road. It leads from um now it leads from like Eastridge to the hills. Well there was a legend of this jogger on Quimby Road that would show up and disappear. Now the the story is that the jogger was out jogging one day and he got hit by a car and then died. And I think um, my friends growing up remember the remember where he died. So we used to go there late at night just to check it out. And you know what they say, the witching hour is like, what, 3 o'clock or something? 2, 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning. So we'd always go out there and try to see if we saw this jogger. Okay, so my friend actually lives 
off of Quimby. So we would sit on his porch and um, look for the jogger, right? Sure, we saw people jogging early in the morning and stuff like that, but it was never, never the jogger, right? So I remember growing up, a lot of people were sharing these stories like they saw someone jogging and they like disappeared. And who knows, you know, maybe the person wasn't paying attention. Maybe he dipped out. Maybe he went down the street or something like that. But there was one night that me and a couple of friends um, were uh, hanging out on the, <clears throat> on his porch and um back in the day um we had like little motorcycles they called ysrs they're like 50 cc right like a lot of the kids in our neighborhood had these so we used to ride them around and stuff like that so um i know now those were like technically you had to have a driver's license to ride those but back in the day like up by quimby you never saw any policemen or any you know, cops or sheriffs and stuff like that. So we always got away with just riding in our neighborhood and around there because there was never police, right? So one day we were all hanging out and there was a jogger. He was right under the light, right? And then he stood there. I looked like he was like tying his shoes and we were like, oh, look at that's the jogger. Wow, yo, what's up, dude? And then like he looked up at us, right? And he stared at us, which is crazy because he was wearing like a hoodie. He was wearing a hoodie, and you couldn't see his face. It was all white. I was like, well, that's weird, man. That's so weird, right? Like, so, um, and we were like, yeah, go home. Like, my friends were, like, harassing him. They were like, yeah, you better go home. We're going to chase you. And then he, like, nodded no. And then, um, and then we were like, okay. And then he just ran off and, like, I don't know what possessed us to do. Let's go chase him. Oh, so we were like, ah, let's mess with him. So we got on a little motorcycle. And we were catching up, right? This guy was running fast, man. I mean, I swear I was looking at... Well, so back in the day, the YSR didn't really have uh, how fast you were going. It didn't have, like, a, a, you know, a speedometer. So I know we were going fast, man, because it was like... And this guy was still running in front of us up Quimby. And I was like, dude, this guy's hella fast, right? And then all of and then um I think my friend was talking to us and we were just paying attention to him and then we looked up and the guy was gone. Right? And then we we're like, where'd he go? He probably dipped out, right? So um we said, Oh, we're far from home because we didn't notice how far we were riding up Quimby that we were almost to like the twisties where it starts getting to like, I think if you take Quimby all the way up, it goes to like Mount Hamilton. Right. So, um, we're like, okay, we, we got to go home. So, um, <clears throat> we started riding and I felt something, you know, when you feel something like rush down the, your spine, I look back it was the guy jogging. I don't know if it's the same guy, but he was jogging like towards us. Like after us, and I told my friend, "Oh, he's back there." So we were we were smashing, right, dude? I don't think our bikes can go faster. We went so fast. We went so fast. We were going down to like White Road, okay, White Road, where pretty much we were out of the hills and we're into like where Eastridge just. I mean, pretty much into the city, right? And then we were looking back, and he was gone, dude. I swear, he kept up with us, and it's. It's almost, I don't think anyone's that fast, dude. And he kept up, with, uh, kept up with us for like one or two minutes. And we were smashing down that hill. I'll never forget that. And we told our friends and that just became one of the many stories of the Quimby Oak jogger. 
crazy. Now, some of these stories are some stories that I've actually experienced and some are just stuff I heard, right? Like the secret sidewalk. Everyone knows about the secret sidewalk in Fremont, right? So the secret sidewalk isn't really even a sidewalk. It's actually like... I used, we used, so the thing is to go there late at night, you know, scare people like uh, or to scare yourself. There's supposed to be like some ghosts and stuff like that. So this secret sidewalk is on private property. It's not really a sidewalk. I don't know why it looks like a sidewalk, but um, it's actually like some aqueducts up by Sunol in Fremont where they were making. I, I don't know. And there's like a railroad track that goes into a tunnel and stuff like that. So the secret cycle was, was always a place where kids would go there and we, a lot of people would do drugs and smoke out or, or, you know, mess around. Right. So people would go there. I mean, we've gone there and, and it, it's crazy. Like um, if you don't watch your step, you'll fall off the aqueduct into the ravine. And then there's this like little, little, like, so there's a tunnel. So apparently there's this tunnel where you go in and you go down and you can go all the way down to like uh, this, the railroad track and stuff like that. And once we were down there, I saw that there was like a jail or it looked like a jail. I probably wasn't a jail. It's probably some gratings, but it looked definitely like a jail. And then um, it's supposed to be like a, a, a haunted place. A lot of people have reported like cults and stuff like that gathering there and i've never really seen a cult over there i just remember um some weird things some weird things going on there um and also there's that legend of the what was it the white witch of niles canyon and by the secret sidewalk so the whole story was well there's conflicting stories there's i heard two stories there's two stories one of uh, a lady back in a, a long time ago, she was going to tour from a wedding and she had gotten off her carriage and she got hit and got into an accident and died. She was in a wedding dress, right? She was going to a wedding or a really nice dress. I don't know. But the other story is that it was a girl going to prom and she got killed in her white dress. So she's always trying to get home of some sort or something like that. So it's like a hitchhiker and she's all in white and people have reported seeing someone like that. And what's crazy is that there are people that say they picked her up and then she would say, Hey, I need a ride back to San Francisco. And then they would, she would give an address and then they would take her to San Francisco. And once they cross the bridge, I guess it's the Bay bridge. She disappeared. She's not in the car anymore. Like, crazy there's a lot of accounts of people doing this and they reach the destination and then they ask the people hey do you know that girl that that told us to drop us off here and they were like yeah she's dead she used to live here and um she actually died on niles canyon you know in fremont see near the secret sidewalk that's crazy right i don't think i think one time i think we thought we saw a white a girl in a white dress but you know that's always been the, the secret sidewalk. We need to go there. You know, one of the scariest places you have to go when you're a kid or whatever. But I think now, I don't. I think it's gone now. I think they may have, like, destroyed it and built something else. I'm not sure, but that's the secret sidewalk. Oh, oh also, they thought that she was into witchcraft. That's why they called her the witch and stuff like that. Yeah. So there's one thing Marsh wrote. 
Marsh Road in Milpitas was definitely one of the stories that I would always hear about. It, I, it, it was about like, a, it's crazy because Marsh Road is like a road and then it goes into a private road, but there's a bridge. And I heard that someone had killed, some kid from the high school had killed another girl from that high school. And so her spirit is around there and stuff like that. And crazy things would happen. Um, and they also heard that there were like trolls under the bridge, right? So the whole thing is you would park far because it's private property, right? So we would park on Marsh Road and then you'd walk up and try to cross the bridge and come back. And sometimes I remember we went to Marsh Road and nothing happened. And I remember one other time there was this house on the top of the hill. Once we hit Marsh Road, this car came down to try to like, to, I mean, there were even gunshots like, psh, psh. I think they just wanted us off the property. But that's a Marsh Road. I remember that we would always go there during the witching hour to see if we can see any ghosts or any like paranormal stuff. <laughs> man, I'm just thinking, man, when I was a kid, we did some stupid stuff. Yeah. Now there's one, one place. It's not really in San Jose, but. Everyone knows about it. I don't know. I'll, this is one story I think not too many people know knew about, but they heard about. Um, and they never knew where it was. I actually knew where it was. It's called Gravity Hill. So there's this hill in Sonoma. It's called Gravity Hill. And the story was is that there was a crazy car wreck. Uh, uh, there was a wreck with a school bus. Okay? And the school bus got messed up. And then so the bus driver asked the kids to come out and help push the school bus out of the way, right? Because you know, in the middle of nowhere, this was a long time ago when there are not, no cell phones, nothing. Like, so they had to like put it on the side of the road. I guess they wanted to change the tires. So what he did is he asked them all to go in the back of the bus and push. And what happened was they all died. They got the, I think the, the bus fell back and crushed them all. So the reason why this is important is because this hill is like, so it's not really a hill. So it's kind of like a a valley, a little valley. So there's this hill, you know, Sonoma goes like there's hills that go sweeping stuff. So there's one part where it goes up, it goes down and goes back up. So it's called Gravity Hill is because some people would find their car moving by itself up or down the hill by itself, right? So a lot of people would park at the bottom of the bend and the car put it in neutral and the car would slowly go back up. And it's crazy because we went there and it does do that. So we put the car in neutral and it slowly... There's a guy on, on YouTube that I saw. He's in a Tesla. He actually does it. He puts his car in neutral and you could see the car go up by itself. So it's it's a real thing, right? It's a real thing. I don't know if it's some it's similar to like the mystery spot, but the legend is the reason why it goes up is because it's those kids that are pushing your car back up. <laughs> that's crazy. It's probably something about science, but that, nonetheless, that story is crazy. And if you ever go, you should try it out. I mean, I was thinking about doing all this stuff, but, man, I ain't got time, you know? Plus, I don't want to freak myself out. I mean, I'm too old to do all this stuff, you know what I'm saying? Be all on the aqueducts, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, can't, I can't do that. 
I can't do that. I got a future to think about. So yeah, this is pretty crazy. Uh, oh, and we cannot forget about Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese on Tully Road off 101. You know that big building where you used to see Chucky and his friends? They're like huge, like dolls in the building. That used, that would, I, I think Chucky's still, Chuck E. Cheese is still there. But that was very famous. Uh, uh, very famous because I think Chuck E. Cheese started in San Jose. So I'm not sure if that was the very first location, but it was a very big location. So um, there's two stories, okay? Um, I'll tell you the story that... I've heard a lot of people say on the internet, and I did my research, and it you, Chuck E. Cheese used to be a toy store, okay? So there's, there's like three levels of toys or whatever. And what used to be in those big things was like toy soldiers, like, you know, the Nutcracker be like toy soldiers in there. But um, what someone says it that Chuck E., Chucky was a big doll in there. But I don't know. When I was growing up, it was Chuck E. Cheese. So, um... So they said that there was a girl that was playing on the third floor and somehow she fell out the third floor window and fell down and died. And then now she haunts the place. Um, <clears throat> so that was new. I've never heard that one growing up. But I did some research because I wanted to kind of know more if I'm, if I'm right from what I was hearing. But when I grew up, so Chuck E. Cheese... It's, it's, it's big, right? So it has like three levels, and they're like the second and third levels are all video games, right? So it's the first level, but you have the eating area. But back in the day when I was there, when I grew up, the middle had huge, huge like um, slides, like actual playground slides that came from the third floor all the way down. It was cool because you just go up, go up, and down. It's it's really cool, and it was indoors, so that was a big thing to go to like Chuck E. Cheese for your birthday, and you get to go play and stuff like that. You know, it was pretty much like Dave and Buster's, but back in the day, that for kids, right? So, um, so what had happened is I guess a girl was you know playing on the slides, going up and down. So over time, they said that the the tubes or the slide would get misaligned because you know so many people going down the slide and it actually i guess right before that girl went down this kid went down and it really buckled so there was a big space in between right so legend has it they the story was you were never allowed to go head first right you're never supposed to go ahead first because of safety reasons and stuff like that right they don't allow kids to do that you have to go feet first but did, people did it all the time i i even did it so apparently she went head first and her head got stuck in between and it snapped her neck and she died <laughs> that's crazy and it was so traumatic that Back in the day, you know, we didn't have the internet, so we didn't know what was going on. They removed those slides. Those slides are no longer there. I was wondering why, because it was a huge attraction. And apparently now, she haunts, like, upstairs video games. Which is crazy, because when we were kids, we still used to, we heard that story, and we used to play up there. And it's crazy. Like, I've seen games turn off and turn on. I remember one time we were playing Street Fighter, and I credits were going up. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, where are you? Crap. You know, like, and there was, like, there were stories of people, like, talking to a girl that just wanted to play, and they didn't want to play with her, and then she, like, 
disappeared and stuff like that. And um, and she would play games on other kids, and they they swear it was a girl that was messing around with them, and they could never find that girl. So that is the that is the legend of Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Man. Then they have um, the haunted school on San Felipe Road. Come on now. Y'all know the haunted f- school and San Felipe Road. Everyone used to go out there to go try to touch the schoolhouse. So the, the schoolhouse used to be there, but it wasn't that big. But remember back in the day, school wasn't like huge like it is now. It's just like a, you know, a building and you would teach. So apparently this is where she massacred all her students. There were... There were um, legends where she hung them. But what I know, what I've heard is that um, she didn't hang them. She butchered them and she killed them. So um, one thing I can say is that we did that. We went to go look for her one night and we parked. I mean, you have to you have to go through like this barbed wire fence and this whole field up to the house. So we had like our little camera. Back in the day, we had like point shoots and we were videotaping some camera, you know, and we were going to going up the house, which is weird because we were going through the summer, right? We're going summer. It was hot, right? At, at night, it's, it's, it's bearable, right? So what was crazy that one time that we went, we brought some girls, you know, we want to try and scare them and stuff. But once we got closer, the house started getting colder and how I knew is when I would breathe, you could see your breath. I was like, whoa, what the heck, you know? And what's crazy, when I was looking through the camera, I could see orbs, right? Orbs. Usually it's from eye drop, water droplets that cause refraction or fraction or whatever, and then it would show in the camera. But there was, it was, it was clear. It was, it was cold, but there was no mist. There was no dew or anything like, right? No condensation. So that was weird. And we were like, oh, it's getting cold. And then when we got closer... I don't know what happened, but when I touched the school, it felt like someone was in there or something happened. So we all got scared and ran back. But I think it was probably a homeless person that was probably living in there, you know, to be honest. But but what was crazy was we rewatched the video and there were orbs everywhere. So, like, I don't know about ghosts, but they usually say when there's orbs, there's a spirit. Right? So, yeah, that's... One of my experiences at Marsh Road. <laughs> no, I mean, the, I mean, San Felipe Road, sorry. And for the last story, it's going to be my favorite. No, not my favorite, but um, the one thing I think is probably more real, more real than all the others is this, the haunting of Toys R Us in um, Sunnyvale. And that... Toys R Us has been there for years. It just recently, like a few years ago, it got demolished and they made a new building and there's an, like an REI in that area now. So even that that Toys R Us in Sunnyvale was on a bunch of shows like Unsolved Mysteries and stuff like that where toys were flying off the shelves and things were getting stacked in weird ways like the toys and stuff like that. They couldn't explain it. People were going crazy like the managers were going crazy. So the story is is that there was this guy. There was this guy. I don't know his name. He was working for the rancher because, you know, that area used to be like, um, fields of orchards so he worked for the someone and he was in love with the daughter 
And he was like, I love you. He was writing notes to the daughter or whatever. And the daughter was came to him and was like, yo, you got to stop making me notes. I don't. I don't like you like that, and I'm engaged to be married. You need to stop. So he got crazy. He's like, no, you don't even try. I'm a good guy. I'm going to be, you know, like all that stuff. So I guess he got upset, and he hurt himself. I guess he was, like, chopping some wood or whatever, and he accidentally, like, cut himself, and then he died. So he was super obsessed with her. So the legend has it that that's him that is, like, haunting the, haunting the toy story. I mean, the toy, toy store. And what's crazy is when I was a kid, I used to go there. I used to see stuff. Like, stuff would fly off the shelves, like, for real. And I was like, that's weird. Oh. And I knew that story. I, I never really did any research. But we knew that that Toys R Us was haunted. And, and stuff would be misplaced. I remember, like, toys would fall out in front of me. And I would look for the person, like, on the other side. Hey, who's over there messing around with me? Maybe it's one of my friends. But I remember that that's the only time I really saw some weird, unexplainable, like I couldn't explain it. And what's crazy is you, I would tell the people that work there and they're like, oh yeah, that happens sometimes. It's weird. <laughs> Man, San Jose is a pretty interesting place. Because it used to be all orchards and stuff. And all the stories. And I'm sure every town has their stories. But. Uh, my. If you talk to anyone that lived in San Jose. You, especially on the, on the east side. You would. You would be told those stories. And. It's kind of nice. And I can't wait. For my kids to hear these stories. And. Maybe I'll take them to these places. I don't think they're going to be around. Because some of the places are not around anymore. So. Secret sidewalk would have been cool to take them, but that's super sketch, super dangerous. I remember I went there and it was it was crazy. A lot of drug drug addicts that were there and some some gangsters be hanging out there. But yeah, well, I hope you enjoyed my my ghost stories or my stories for the week, and I try to get as much as I can and into it. There's not a lot of information. I went looked online all night. And I couldn't find a lot of information. It's like the internet doesn't want to tell you what's going on. It's crazy. I went to the dark web too. Okay. I went even, I went to the fourth page of Google. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was deep, deep in the web. And I couldn't find anything on any of this stuff. Like this is just stuff I remember. And there are some podcasts I listen of people that have been talking about that. Even then they don't really describe too much. So. It's kind of sad. I wish we had the internet back then. So maybe someone would have wrote a blog about it and really explained what was really going on. That would have been really interesting. So thanks for showing up on Friday. I appreciate you guys. Um, I'm really happy that I'm able to do this for my kids so they can get to know who I am and and my stories and my life and stuff like that. That's why I made this YouTube channel. And, and I'm thank you for all the people that are just stopping by to check it out. I appreciate you too. It's just been a, a great journey because I'm remembering all the cool stuff that I want to share with my kids or my future kids and also with you guys. So I appreciate you. And I think we out. Peace.